0: Welcome to TypeCraft, the podcast that reveals the untold stories of type design. This week, we have Ed Harrington, the co-founder and creative director of Caliphon Foundry. Colophon has grown into a giant in the type world since its founding in 2009, with a catalog of over 100 custom clients, including Instagram, Cadillac, and Burger King. Ed joined us to talk about building a client base internationally, what it's like running a company and a workforce that is growing so fast, and how he manages all of this while still being the risk-taking designer he wants to be. Here's some of what Ed had to tell us.
1: It's one of those things that typography plays a huge role in the perception of brands and the perception of branding, you know, that it plays an integral role alongside color, photography, tone of voice, writing, photography, photography all of these different elements all come together but typography is one of the key components and can change a user's perception so dramatically i think there's a huge uh, world of opportunity in changing typefaces and developing typography for brands at different scales as well to really affect like their persona and like um you know create an emotive response as well as anything, you know, like we're seeing that more and more that people and brands are really seeing the connection between typography and their ethos. Uh, You know, from the very beginning, you know, we didn't envisage where we'd get to now, you know, I think there's I think that's probably true for everyone, you know, if you go ask your ask yourself 10 years ago or 15 years ago, almost as it is now, where do you think you'd be in, in this time? Um, I think it would be wildly different to where we are currently. But um, that doesn't, that, I think it's still, I think there is a reflection in terms of ambition and um, and drive and want to kind of uncover different possibilities and explore not just you know kind of one sector for example really exploring typefaces for a number of different clients and different challenges of like not only just creating type but solving business problems as well like how can typography elevate these brands and how can it Yeah, like I think solving problems has been the biggest um, development, you know, like actually how we can use our skill set and to kind of expand upon that and provide solutions for our clients. So when when a a client contacts us, we really try to evaluate the requirements from them. And that isn't just from a purely creative point of view as well. It's from a strategic and business um, uh, perspective as well. So seeing kind of, right, who, who is the client? What do they need? What do they need in the future? How can we present them with the information they need um, without, because, uh, you know, nine times out of 10, a lot of clients aren't, um, aren't experts in typography. They're not versed in our kind of nerdy terms. And so it's making that accessible to them, um, especially from a business point of view and saying, okay, this can really add value to to your end, uh, to your end users and your end clients, I think that's something that is often forgotten about, and it's actually that solution that we're trying to bridge that gap and really look at, you know, the the bigger picture rather than, okay, we're just going to create some beautiful work. You know, we want to kind of go look a little bit bigger than that. Yeah. So there's currently a team of eight of us, um, and based in primarily most in london but then as a few across europe and working uh working remotely uh, the team size does fluctuate depending on projects um, capacity all of the usual factors um we try to we're, we're i guess like a relatively lean um team like we can be quite focused on what we need to do and um the deliverables we need to do as well i think there's always this perception of from the outside of like how many people we are, or uh, how many, or what people do, and things like that, and which I kind of like. You know, there's like a nice uh, almost smoke smokescreen there. But when we started, you know, it was only two of us, and we tried to divide our tasks um, quite quite pragmatically of understanding what our strengths were. And I think as we've expanded, it's that ethos of again, like playing to playing to everyone's strengths, which is really really important one of our key principles is collaboration, you know, and that's not just internally as a team working together on, on a number of projects together, but also with our clients as well. Like we're not a studio that kind of takes a brief and then says, right, we'll see you in a few months. Here it is. You know, we're, we're really with them from the get go and really embrace their input. And so when you get that input from, from clients, it's, super exciting that you get this these different uh different le- uh, different approaches and different knowledge levels and that can kind of lead to some really interesting results like sometimes a client will suggest something and you can maybe go oh yikes that's not gonna that's not gonna work but then you try it and you can go actually there's something really interesting here and it would be something that we'd never have thought of before and it's it's by being open and collaborative with our clients that we're able to kind of create a diverse range of projects and uh, an outputs as well. And I think that's super, super important to be able to be flexible um, to requests like that and be be open to you know seeing where that kind of journey can take you. But more often than not, it can be clients coming to us with certain requests that would be very almost like obscure or okay how do we actually sometimes almost like not quite reinvent the wheel but we need to do something different with a genre that's been applied to so many times you know and I think that's where we're able to kind of apply creative thinking in different ways and how to do things slightly differently and I think that challenge of solving problems and giving that added value to the customer is where the really exciting part lay, lies as well. It's often, you know, how can we make our clients' lives easier is some of the more rewarding um, remote, rewarding aspects of, of our projects. The type for Burger King was um, quite kind of like almost like quite a challenging ask because we had to create a typeface that, that ended up as three styles um and it um we had to go from everything from out of home like super recognizable really pushed to the max uh bold typography all the way through to types that had to be used in menus and being used in you know for kind of um, allergen information so it it spread a wide range of use cases but all had to share this similar voice and expression. I think this is um, constant communication and constant review as well seeing like how the type is being used like where when you're inside that and you're part of the team to kind of being able to see how it's being used getting first-hand feedback of like test beta fonts you know like that gives you invaluable insight as to what to adjust what to improve is it you know is it slightly too light is it slightly too bold Is it got is the g a little bit too crazy still you know and it's um and it's only by having type users being able to give us that input it's Oh, it's so great when you have the backing of of uh, of a client like that that's able to really trust in you to create something that's pushed to the absolute max. You know, like it was all about being having a bold statement, and so you know we'd we'd go far, and then it was like, right, can we push this even further? And then it came from you know just the kind of standard like bold, like super bold style. It was then. Okay, when we started to see it being used in some of their um their packaging or their out of home marketing, we're then going, Oh, can we can we push it even further? Like can we go to a really condensed? You know, can we create some extra ligatures that really start to to push this even further? And I think it was just that that constant drive to do to not be afraid to do something a bit different, um, which was yeah super fun i think there was um, there's not many projects that you get to go really really far with and like with no heart no bars held almost and so that was yeah like a constant uh, back and forth to be able to get something super super exciting out there there's some projects that will take a long time um there's some for reasons of necessity because of scope or there's others that might take a long time because it just takes a long time to get the right people to make the decisions and the um and sign these things off others are really quick and that we need to hit a certain deadline or like you know find a solution quite quickly and so we like to have a, a range of scales of projects um if there's something you're working on for months on end it can become quite um draining and um it you know we like that kind of diversity so there are projects that we're all working on a number of projects at the same time uh, uh small shorter scale projects and then some longer term projects as well and i think it's this quick like changing always keeps things fresh as well um you know but it it's finding a balance there's definitely a thing as too much time and there's definitely a thing that's too little time and it's finding finding the balance between that like uh we'll we'll always say that you know a typeface can be when do you know when it's finished um you can always work on refining and and fine-tuning and um, but it's finding the balance between when you find that it's truly like it's got to a point where it's delivering the objective and delivering it well and the you know we're everyone's happy with that solution as well and i think that's um a really kind of important milestone to get to and making sure that especially with custom type as well that we've we're listening to the relevant stakeholders and inputs so that they do get a project that's um that's really catered to their needs and we've listened to all of their concerns or requests and questions you know throughout and that's the that's as much a part of the of the process for us
0: thanks for joining us for this episode of typecraft to listen to the full hour-long interview with Ed Harrington, where he expands on how Colophon has grown into the company it has, along with a comprehensive visual companion outlining Colophon's custom work, subscribe to Typecraft Season 1 at the Proof & Co. online store at proofco.gumroad.com. Subscribers will receive this and every interview and visual companion from Season 1 of Typecraft. Typecraft is a part of the Proof & Co. podcast network, along with the Interrogang podcast. This episode was edited by Andrew Sfyras with help and music production by Eric Reed. The interview was conducted by Kyle Reed. To learn more about Proof and Co., visit our website at proofco.xyz. Next week, we'll feature Mark Jamra and Neil Patel from Jamra Patel. I will say for us, what helps us for sure is that is the larger scope of what we do, is that we're not just in it to make you a typeface, because the typeface again has limited value. We're, we're in a lot of cases, you know, we're here as your partners to enable you to use this fully. Mark and Neil will talk more about their Kegalia project, a typeface system expanding typographic richness and technical functionality of prominent African writing systems for the modern world. Talk to you then.